It's a single host, double guest episode this week, and what guests we have. Joining What's Up Welland, bringing the hope their organization brings to the Welland community, is John Braithwaite, CEO, and Jennifer Sinclair, Community Engagement Coordinator at the Hope Center in Welland. With their insights on available programs and services, and a passion for helping those in need, let's dive in and find out more with John and Jennifer about the Hope Center. So we are joined today by John Braithwaite, CEO of the Hope Center, and Jennifer Sinclair, the Hope Center's Community Engagement Coordinator. John and Jennifer, thank you so much for coming to What's Up Welland and bringing word of the Hope Center to our listeners, to our show. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, thank you for the invite. So I think first and foremost, let's jump in with what is the Hope Center? The Hope Center has been around for almost 50 years, providing various services to people in our community. The current version of the Hope Center, uh, we're located at 570 King Street, uh, right by the hospital there. And we've got multiple services available under our roof. Um, primarily what people know us for is our food security program, so our food bank and our community lunch. But we also have uh, housing uh, programs. We operate uh, a shelter on behalf of the Niagara region. Uh, we provide homelessness uh, prevention programs and uh, multiple multiple other services that pre- that really help those in our in our community in need. And you know, one of the areas that we also that has been really busy and and we're really grateful for is our return to hope uh, counseling program, which is a free service provided by the Hope Center. So you know, those are our core programs. We talk about housing, we talk about food security, and we talk about mental health. And there's uh you know multiple other smaller programs that run sort of in the background of all those programs. So over 50 years, I don't want to look back too much because we are current times. We have challenges right now. Over 50 years, that's quite a spell helping a community. What are the current challenges that you are experiencing, that you are facing right now with the programs and services that you are offering? Uh, Right now, I mean, affordability is the number one problem. We've got a food security crisis here in uh, the Niagara region, and I know you know, my friends and colleagues that work at food banks uh, across the Niagara region would agree. Um, what we're seeing now is unprecedented. We're just coming through uh, the month of February 2023, which is was the most people we've ever seen at our food bank in the history uh, in a month. And uh, and we were closed three days of that month. Uh, so so that's that's really what's going on right now. And and, you know, what I what typically follows, and I hope that I'm wrong in this, is further issues because food security is the first area that uh, that that people will seek out help when they're when they're behind and struggling. So, uh, so it's a tough time right now. We're, I, I mean, for people that are listening, I'm sure you understand, you know, where our economy is right now. So, um, occupancy costs are significantly higher than than they've been uh, before, and. Uh, food, food is the inflation in food is is uh, really high right now. So it's it's driving the affordability for a lot of people. What are some of the ways that you are responding to the challenges right now? Is there something in particular that you are implementing that you are finding is stretching your services, is stretching what you're able to do that little bit further, or are you feeling? You're back against the wall. Are you feeling that hope is something that even you as an organization? could benefit from you know it's it's on our radar definitely to make some adjustments to make sure that we have the capacity to meet the needs of our community because they they are growing um 
this last year in 2023, we really start or 2022, we really started to see the rise in uh, food insecurity around July. That's when our numbers really uh, skyrocketed uh, to the point where we're receiving seeing 1,100 visits a month, which is really uh, not typical of our food bank. So you know when when we get to April, May, if we start still seeing 87 or 88% increases over the that month before, then we're going to have to make some changes because we were, we're, we're concerned about uh, capacity. And, and you know, Jennifer uh, put it very eloquently when we were talking about it earlier today in terms of it's like we're standing on the beach and we see this big wave coming and, you know, we're not really sure what we're going to be able to do. So uh, we we're certainly, we have some some plans that, that we hope we don't have to uh, implement in order to uh, to meet the needs. But, uh, you know, first and foremost, there's a lot of people out there looking for support. So uh, we got to make sure that whatever we do, we, we are able to meet those needs as best we can. So you mentioned before the, and I'm going to jump backwards a bit, uh, the core programs that you offer. Could you give a bit more description about what those programs are for people who may not be familiar and just that high level these are if these are if there are three programs, what's that little bit of description on on them? Sure. Well, I mean, you know, food security obviously is, is that we operate a food bank that people are able to access monthly, uh, and based on your family size, that uh, that dictates how much uh, food you are you know are able to uh, bring uh, from our food bank. Uh, we do a community lunch every day. Last year, we served eighteen thousand lunches over the course of the year, and there's no qualifications for that. It's served between eleven and one every day at the Hope Center, and and people are welcome to come by and grab a lunch. Uh, our homelessness prevention programs could range anything from, you know, supporting people that are behind on some of their utility bills, or they may have received an eviction notice from their landlord and don't know what they're going to do. And so they can meet with our staff and we can talk about, first of all, is it, you know, is it a legal eviction? You know, because we can connect people with the resources to to stop or slow that down. Um, but secondly, what's the step? Where are we going to go? And and uh, so they will meet with staff to help them so that there isn't a period where they're homeless. Um, you know, our counseling programs, uh, there's just not enough uh, mental health supports in the community. So low income folks don't have a lot of opportunities to access these. So uh, they're able to through that. Um, you know, those are, those are kind of our core programs and everything else kind of falls under the poverty reduction uh, envelope. So things like uh, ID replacement or, um, you know, a little bit of help with your utilities or OESP, which is a big one. You know, there's a lot of folks that qualify for OESP, which is a reduction on your hydro bill, but they're, but they're not aware of it or, or they haven't uh, applied. So they can work with our staff to make sure that they receive a little bit of a discount on their, on their hydro rates if their family situation qualifies. So with the the core services and then with the ability to draw in other programs and services as needs arise, again, your name has the word hope in it. You are able to pivot. You are able to help with what is going on in the community. Where do you find hope in the work you're doing? In the time that you've been with the Hope Center, in the programs that you've had that direct sightline on, seeing them get created, seeing them get implemented, where do you find the hope and what gets you showing up each day and doing what you do? Well, um, as the community engagement coordinator, I have the opportunity to see the community of Welland get involved in the work that we do. And um, I will say just in the last five months um, since I've been there, I have just been amazed by the generosity of the Welland community. And um 
you know, the, from schools that are doing food drives, you know, that are just bringing in tons of food and hygiene products to businesses that just want to give generously um, to, you know, for example, the Turner family. Uh, we just recently did a Julia's Hope Cup um, with them and, you know, standing and being part of that event where, you know, you've got this community that rallied together around um, Paul Turner's family when they went through a really difficult time and not only helping the family, but helping the community. Right. Um, I, I just get goosebumps when I even talk about it because there is just such a, a, a generous generosity here in Welland that you just personally don't see elsewhere. Um, so that's very hopeful. Um, and the fact that, you know, we're seeing such a large amount of people giving, like our Julius Hope Cup, we just raised uh, the highest amount that we raised in 12 years, $54,000 came in to help us offset a lot of the cost of the food um, and uh, help support our food security programs. So that's very hopeful. Um, and then we also find hope in the stories that we hear from our clients as well. I can imagine some of those stories are quite uh, are, are quite eye opening because for some of us we just take for granted that there are comforts, there are necessities that we have met, and we just go through our lives. And when we get to hear that there are real challenges out there, those headlines we see in the newspaper, there are faces, there are stories that go behind them. I can imagine the between yourselves and the staff you have there. There are some very, very compelling stories and just great relationships that that you get to build there. Um, and just on the, the the vein of relationships, if someone is becoming or if someone is visiting the Hope Center, are they a client? Do they have a period of time that they get to spend as um, using your services, or can they come and go as as they need? So usually a client will come to us, like John said, when they're dealing with food insecurity. So that's when we see a lot of new new people coming to us who just can't put food on the table and they need some help and they realize that we can offer that. But when they come to us, um, we have the opportunity to find out a little bit more about what they need and we can share with them all the other services that we offer at the Hope Center and John touched base on those. But one thing that's also very unique about the Hope Center is that we're a hub. And so we have a, a, a big, large building. And uh, several years ago, the vision when that building was was when we all moved into that building, we wanted to create a space that's safe for people to come to where they can access all the services that they need to get through the challenges that they're going through. So when a client comes to us for food, then they find out that we have other services in our building that can help them with addictions, with mental health. Um, we have women's, I'll, I'll list them because I think it's important to Please mention do. them. We have Community Addiction Services of Niagara, Women's Place, Canadian Mental Health Association, YWCA, Ontario Addictions Treatment. We have Reach Medical Program um, and Step Niagara Empowerment Center for Youth. So it's a very holistic group of, of services that we offer. And when people come to us, they can they can they don't have to share their story multiple places. They get connected um, to the services that they need. Um, did I miss any there? No, that's that's exactly it. Yeah. With that hub approach, if there are service providers that want to align with your services and augment what, what you are doing, how do services come into the fold of the Hope Center? 
Well, we're uh, you know t- as this building was was designed, it was designed as uh, multiple offices. There used to be a lot of doctors and and so on in, in that building. So uh, the organizations that Jennifer was talking about, they all have their own individual offices, and and we're full. However, you know we do have common space that at times we've had uh, we have uh, a partnership with Niagara Community Legal Clinic, for example, pre pandemic, where they were able to come into our space and work with our clients. So you know they would they would just need to reach out to myself and you know we can just see is it is a fit for the folks that are using the hope center or is oh you know sort of common area is that acceptable for the work that you're doing and if the answer is yes to both of those then we would try and find a way to add them to the complement of services that people can access at the hope center so through those services and going back jen to what you had said about stories are there any stories that you're able to share about what you have seen, what you have experienced through being staff at the Hope Center and just that sense of what the community can know about what goes on there and the hope that they, I guess, get to take away hearing, oh, this happened, this was a need, and this is what a service in the city of Welland was able to to do. Well, I do have a story that's come to the top of mind because I had an opportunity to, to meet a client at, at an event, actually, who came up and, and graciously shared his story. Um, you know, we were talking about hope earlier and we were saying how, you know, you look at the Turner family and you look at how the whole community came together to support and help. And that that's really um, what, like, it inspired hope and it helped them through, right? Um, and that's the ideal situation. But there's so many situations where people have come from broken families. Um, they have traumatic childhood experiences. They don't have that social network to be able to help lift them up when they're going through difficult times. And so that's what the Hope Center is able to do through our staff and through our services. So this young this fellow that um, came up and he was telling us that, uh, you know, he grew up in a dysfunctional family, um, a very abusive environment as a young child. And when you go through that kind of abuse, um, you know, you, you figure out ways to survive and it's often not healthy coping mechanisms. Um, and so those mechanisms can lead to addictions and, and other things, you know. And so he didn't have the care or the support that he needed to develop healthy coping mechanisms. And so he finds himself as a young adult um, at a point where he's trying to branch out on his own, but feeling the burden of, of these fam- complex family challenges that he's t- caught into. And um, a few months ago, he found himself sitting behind an abandoned building contemplating suicide. And he was really just didn't know where to go. And um, he told me that when he was sitting there having these thoughts, he remembered coming to the Hope Center for the food that we offered multiple times through the community lunch program. And he remembered how friendly the staff were and how kind they were. So he found himself, he he got the courage to bring himself to the Hope Center. And um, he sat down with one of our staff and he told me he just broke down in tears and um, the staff was able to listen to him, give him the compassion that he needed and help him to find the strength within to, to figure out what he needed to do. And then we were able to tangibly help him because he, right at that immediate need, he needed to find some shelter that was safe and secure. So we gave him, we had an opportunity to put him in the emergency housing uh, program. And that was just huge for him because that gave him that foundation to now sit back and reflect and realize, okay, I, I do have, uh, and like he, he was sharing 
a lot of hopes that he had for his life now. Um, and so he was moving on and, and accessing other supports. And um, yeah, it was just a really inspiring story to hear um, how we can help people in our community. Wow. Yes, that is. I, you said before about goosebumps. I've multiple times now in this conversation, it's been goosebumps hearing what, what you are doing at the Hope Center. So thank you. Thank you for sharing that. And just thank you for offering services that you are able to, to help those needs. Are there any last details about the Hope Center that we have not yet gotten into? Is there more storytelling about your services, about what you have on the horizon? Anything that, if we are going to wind down, anything that those listeners need to know right now about the Hope Center since we've got you here? You know, the only thing that I would I would add and leave with uh, with listeners is, uh, you know, something that I've been been talking about for the last three years is empathy. Uh, there's a lot of people uh, in our community uh, you, that are, and it's more visible than it probably has been in a very long time. Uh, and and we need to have empathy for folks that are struggling. I mean, at the Hope Center, we're seeing people that we normally would see making donations come and have to access our food bank. So. Times are really difficult right now. Again, I, I said this earlier, but we've got a food security crisis in the Niagara region. And and it's all income related. We can fix that with more income in, in the pockets of those people that are that are accessing our program. So, you know, it let's have some empathy for folks that are that are struggling and you know, people are able to help out. Um, you know, and I talk specifically about food security, but if you're able to help out one of the local food banks, please do, because that that will you know, that will go a long way to help somebody uh, sort of get through a, a difficult time. Well, John and Jen, thank you very much for coming to What's Up Welland and bringing message of the Hope Center to our listeners. There is a lot that you do in the community, and we will be sure to give people um, links to your site so they can, uh, they can know what your services are. Thank you both very much. Thank Thanks you. for having us. Thanks for having us. Thanks again to Jennifer and John for today's conversation and closer look into the services the Hope Center provides. With their core programs and then a wealth of other resources, this truly is a community hub striving to meet the needs of our community. For a growing and changing city like Welland, it's hopeful to know organizations like the Hope Center are here and committed to supporting those who are vulnerable and in need. Thanks for joining the What's Up Welland conversation this week and hearing what John and Jen had to say about their organization. Until we're with you again next week, check out our past episodes at engagewelland.ca slash podcast.